Super Talk Mississippi media production. What's the key to discovering delectable dining? Find something that sizzles. A time-tested favorite. A feast for your eyes and palate. And a dining experience handled with care. In Vicksburg, the key to the South. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian, hey Dad, and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Str- Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. Be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Furry. Furry? Yeah, you know, I don't know if I don't know if you want to open up your cup of coffee and have, you know, fur fur in there. No. No. Mike Michael Borky knows about fur. Uh oh. <laughs> I couldn't resist. I dropped the A word. I dropped an ES on uh, on the show Ooh. yesterday. Well, look, so Richard was trying to make this terrible analogy about he and I fighting. He's like, Well, maybe I've got a broken arm and you've got a broken leg. And I was like, hold up. Are you telling me that I'm as useless as a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest? I couldn't resist. <laughs> Jim Ross. Did you get any? Did you get any messages no, on the ceasefire uh, text line about no, no, filthy anything. language? No, they did not. They did not. We had plenty of talk about filthy language on the ceasefire text line yesterday. There are these people like aghast at what Zach Arnett had said, but regardless of that. You can get Strange Brew Coffee every morning. You don't have to live in Starkville to get it. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com in order to be shipped right to your door. And don't forget, when you do that, you're supporting a Bulldog Initiative business. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for. Be it for yourself, for your house, for your car, for your tailgate, whatever it is, Mississippi State, they've got the biggest and best selection in central Mississippi. Two locations in the Jackson area. They're originally by Fleet Feet, flowed by the Half Shell. Or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, Starkville's flagship restaurant. This weekend with LSU in town, you know that place is going to be buzzing. If you haven't made reservations already, I would suggest you do it now and get a table for dinner at Starkville's finest restaurant. Great steaks, pork chops, pasta, and some of the best desserts in town. My favorite dessert in town, the stuffed pancake. Just Immaculate. If I can maintain this two-game lead on Robbie Falk, I'm going to get two stuffed pancakes when we go to this meal. Uh, but that's a long way away. Got a long way to go. Not a long way to go, though, for you. If you're in Starville, make sure you make a trip over to Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout central Mississippi. They're here to serve you. Banking locally, a community bank, it's such a big deal. We talk about eating locally and shopping locally all the time. It's just as important to do business at your local community banks like Priority One. Those are the people who know you, and that way when you have to talk to somebody, if you need a loan, you're talking to people you know, the people you go to church with, the people you your kids go to school together. That's what you want. You want to have those connections. Priority One Bank offers you that. Go to PriorityOneBank.com to find the location nearest you. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Before we get into the rumblings, we have to issue a correction, which I will be happy to do. Um, yeah. So yesterday on the show, we were talking about Will Rogers and his comments, and I, I talking about the, him saying, you know, fans are losers or people who are being negative are losers, is, is how I took it. So I went back and re-listened, re-listened. I, yeah, I, re, I don't know if re-listened is a word, but I re-listened to those comments. He is talking about his teammates there. He's saying that if you're in the huddle and you're 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 talking about, oh, you know, we're not doing a good job, we're not executing, you know, he's like, you're being a loser. He's not talking about the fans in that particular statement. 
So I want to make sure that that is clear well, and, and understood. What was he talking about? I, again, I didn't even hear he it. Was, he, he was asked about lack of execution and kind of, you know, you know, how do you how do you get through that? And he basically said in the huddle, we have to be looking ahead to the next play. Once the, the the previous play is over, we can't worry about that anymore. He's like, you know, if you're somebody who's like, uh, he's like, why would you say that when we already know it? Like, we know we're not executing. I, we don't need to talk about. It. No, I I agree with so, that actually. Yeah, makes sense. So, like what, like what, you know? But do you think not, like Kevin Barbet and Zach Arnett are just sitting there going, right? You know what? It wasn't until Bully sixty nine four twenty told me. Well, that's the thing. He's not talking about the fans, though. He's talking about his teammates. So I want to make that clear. Uh, I want to make that clear. Okay. So, he uh, called he he called his player his teammates losers if they didn't realize it. No, he said that if you do that, he said because he said his his teammates aren't doing that. He said if you do that, if you're somebody who you know harps on all the negative stuff in the huddle, you're a loser. Gotcha. That's what he's saying. Okay. Let's jump into the wrong. Did you get chastised by someone? Uh, it's on their message. It's on the message board. Yeah, there's a thread about it. Oh, they called you out? They did. So Good. Uh, we're getting just – people are so mad at things we're saying this week. They're listening. That's all I care about. So I will say this. There's some – and I'm not going to give you a name, but you know who you are if you're listening. There's somebody in that thread who's, who took a little shot at me. Just know that I got some tweet screenshots – she don't want to make public, which, but I'll do it if you if you keep up the the attitude. I will do it. Well, let's go ahead and do it. Uh, you know what? I'm 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 a believer. Let's just let's let it. I'm gonna let it lie. I, I'm not interested in a fight today. I got enough on my plate. But we'll see. Just know, <laughs> just know that I'm a man that has you know I, I got a limit. I'm just like everybody. Just know we know. Just know that I know, and you know that I know. But now you know. Let's jump into the rumblings. Lot, lot to do today. By the way, we've got some great interviews lined up. I just want to go ahead and give you some uh, some thoughts here. We've got. Um, I just wrapped up an interview with Koki Riley. He covers the LSU Tigers for the uh, for USA Today Sports. Talk to him uh, later tonight as we're recording this Tuesday. I'll be talking to Nick Fitzgerald. We'll be talking to him about the uh, 2017 LSU game. So we'll have a little little fun reliving that. Um, Jacob Hester is scheduled to join me this week. T-Bob Bear is scheduled to join me this week. Uh, Peter Burns from the SEC Network will join us this week, obviously, as, as part of our, our tradition on This Is Our Show, which is coming uh, very soon, so coming on Friday. So big week of content here on the show, and we're going to try to k- keep that going as SEC play uh, continues to ramp, ramp up. But it's rumblings time. Let's just jump right into them here, Robbie. We've got – oh, I thought I had – I thought I had it. Hold on. There it is. We're good to go here. Nathan Kelly, name a completely random line from a movie that only true fans instantly know what movie you're talking about. So what I want you to do is you it would be think of your it would favorite be like, movie and give me a, a random line and see if I see if I know what movie it is. Um I'm trying to think of one that that like you know, me and my friends mm-hmm. used to quote all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, keep that skull, baby. I don't know that one. What is that? You don't know that one, mm-hmm. Joe Dirt? Oh, I've seen that like once. I mean, I thought when he kisses, it. yeah, but when he yeah. kisses, yeah. he kisses the girl and he tells her to keep that skull, baby. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that uh, and then uh, like something from Joe Dirt, something from like Adam Sandler movies. Mm-hmm. Like old school is one that we would throw out a lot. Yeah, that's 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 one where you know if we talk about you know, uh, what what is he, what does he say? Uh, when he talks about he, when they're at the part, I can't remember the, the exact line. Oh, the, the line from the wedding that I, I I use a lot is like, "I got a wife, kids, I look like a happy man to you." There's my wife over there. Oh, you see that? Yeah, always looking high, honey, judging, watching. Look at the baby. Look at the baby. That that's one I use. My favorite mo- my favorite movie, the line I would use would be uh you want to see a magic trick? I'm gonna make this pencil disappear. Oh, uh Dark Knight. The Dark Knight where the Joker um, it it's gone. Yeah, that was pretty crazy, obviously. That, um I, I jumped us like wow. That's what about oh oh your fingers hurt? Well now your back's gonna hurt because uh, you just pulled landscaping duty. <laughs> You can have a nice, hot... Mister, 
Mister. Get me out of here. Those are those early. I eat three foot longs a day to keep me big and strong. All right. Thank you for that. That scroll down memory lane, Nathan Kelly, Colton Watson. I did go to the Southeastern Louisiana game and we won and I did well at all my exams. Give me one good reason why I should ever choose studying over football again. I mean, obviously you're 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 a you're a top one percenter. Get after it. You can do what you want. Smart kid. That's true. So I go after it. I say. Um, I was pleasantly surprised at the whiteout execution last week. What are the odds state fans ex- successfully execute a stripe out for like maybe the second time in school history? Going to be tougher due to the, there's going to be a a lot of purple and gold in the stadium this weekend. I would think. I, I'm going to go ahead and set the bar really low on this. So if it if it looks kind of stripy, then it's a major accomplishment. I don't think – I mean, does this ever work? Have they ever pulled this off in football? Not really. I, I mean, I they, have in, they have in basketball before because oh, they, they gave the everybody shirts, shirts. Right. That's kind of the key, I think. I mean, I thought last week was, was pretty solid. This probably should have been the whiteout game, don't you think? I I, I, w- I have always said that you should play the whiteout game against LSU and actually wear white to make them wear purple. I've always thought, yeah. that, but it is what it is. So, I have ever told you the story of of of, of the stripe out and and the what I did one time with that in the hump. Did so, you call Bart Gregory? I called Bart Gregory because like I just told him I was like, "There's no chance a four X T shirt's going to be sitting on that seat." What what's, right. what is my collar? And I, they were like X. They were like XL. Yeah, I showed up and I was wearing a white shirt. They're like, "How'd you know?" It's like I called ahead. It's like I got to know. There you so go. Like, like this shirt's going home to my wife. I'm not wearing this. Ah, where are we here? Uh, Dalton Lee. The last quarter of the game reminded me that I would be lucky if my heart made it to 65. After this many years of fandom, how do you stay cool, collected, or are you manic? 24-7 at this point. At some point, does the stress turn into white noise? Uh, I abuse animals. I, I kick my cats around the house. We have two guinea pigs. I just punt, throw them like a shot put every now and then. Just yeah, it gets me through. I know that's a lie. I love my cats. <laughs> Those cats control your entire household. Kind of. Kind of in a way. Uh, I think, honestly, for me, Robbie, being in the press box and not being able to react helps like i feel like if i was down in the in in the stands and something was going on i mean every curse word that i can say would be spilling out of my mouth that builds up stress when i gotta sit up there and be quiet and it's been just sort of like oh okay you know that that, i mean what was my reaction to you know some of the bad plays like oh god you know something like that yeah it really is i can't overreact yeah it really is different when you're up there i mean i i don't get i don't get overly stressed up there mm-hmm. i mean i just don't like it's just as you kind of control your emotions yeah and it's uh, when you control your emotions you f- feel a lot differently than when you're sitting in front of the tv at the house mm-hmm. i haven't been like in the crowd cheering in a while yeah yeah at my house when I, like next saturday when i'm watching the uh, the south carolina game it'll be more stressful because i'm you know at home yeah. Uh, where are we here? Willie Dizzle. Who was the biggest catfish? Manti Teo's girlfriend or Chris Hansen? I mean, Chris Hansen put people in jail. That's got to be yeah, him, right? Got to be him. And the the if you think about the amount of people that he catfished, Manti Teo, Teo as far as we know, is the, I guess, the only person mm-hmm. that was catfished by this guy. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Chris Hansen was doing a weekly show. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's yeah, it's it's a lot of perfs out there, you know, a lot. Uh, Dog Von Eric. I don't know if how he's who's portraying him in the movie that's coming out. Who's portraying Dog Von Eric? I don't know. I don't know. We didn't find that out. Um, God, the guy they have playing Carrie from is the guy from the Bear. Look, I mean, he looks like him. It's crazy. Um, and they got Zach Efron in there too. Zach Efron is Kevin. Yeah. Uh, should basketball teams save a spot on the roster for a half-court specialist, basically a player 
that practices nothing but the half court shot. I think it would be handy an option, a handy option when you're down by one possession at the buzzer. Basically, this guy would be like the basketball version of a kicker. Yeah. What do you think of that? That's not the worst idea I've ever heard. There's definitely been worse ideas. Yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, it'd be a walk-on spot. And it's like your, your job every day is you you I want you to put up a hundred half court shots a day, and when, and whenever you know they need that moment to happen, mm-hmm. we call a timeout. We, call we timeout. get half court shot guy in the game, and you know, he's the, the only, one that does it. The only the only worry is you 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 got to save it. You got to always have a timeout in your back pocket. For that yes, but that other than that that that's not a bad idea. I'll be totally honest with you. I've always thought that. More people should do what Billy Donovan used to do and have like the henchman that just comes in and starts like attacking people and fouling them. And he's that, the guy that collects all the fouls. That should have been Lincoln Smith back in the day. Like, yeah. Lincoln, go foul that guy. He, yeah. Lincoln St- Smith fouls you hard. You're going to stay fouled. Exactly. Like right now, who would you bring from the, like Jet Johnson should be on the basketball team? Just, just go in right. there. Get a foul. Just go in there and it. hack people. Yeah. Jet. Just go tackle them. If you get yeah. thrown out of the game, you just. I don't care. Yeah, you've just made this life, the life of the the person shooting the free throws, much harder. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Ford Polk, did you know Northwestern's football stadium does not have lights? I did not know that. Really? You know, for a long time, was it Notre Dame or Michigan that never Michigan. played Michigan? Yeah, and it and was Notre like Notre Dame too. Notre Dame, they both did did not have a lot of night games. It was like uh, maybe like 10 years ago or something, Michigan had like a very rare night game. Yeah. I remember that game. Michigan does and it not was, play a lot of night games. They don't. And Notre Dame doesn't really either. No. no. They are next week. But, yeah. You're looking at this stadium. He's right. There's no lights. That's weird. No. I don't know how they do that. That's uh, uh, did they build? Did they build that new stadium or is that – Still proposed. It's I can't it's, remember. Yeah, it's, yeah, still they haven't built it yet. But they did the um, they did the facilities, right? I think so. They spent all that money on that, and like nobody cares. Yeah. Uh, if you Not could a have great any, job. If you could have any animal from a fictional movie, what would it be? Didn't somebody ask us this the other day? Because I picked Battle Cat. Uh, I don't remember that. Okay. Well, I picked Battle Cat. If we can be any animal, no, no, we can have the animal. Okay, they're just a part yeah. of our family. Or do you want to that? What is the thing called? I forget what it's called from the Neverending Story. Oh, the big giant dog that yeah, flies. Flies. I mean, that would be awesome. Drogon. Uh, that's a good question. Would you want like you know like Simba or something? Like you have a lion that's a actually lion? like a talking lion that you know you like. Yeah, you don't attack me now. That'd be yeah, a, like, hey, what hey Simba, is. if, if I, somebody I ever walks through that door that's a threat to my family, I want you to rip their head off. Rip their head. That's what Battle Cat like, sure, yeah, I'll do it. What about, uh, trying to, he said he wants an Ewok. <laughs> like, those would be messy. They might be. They might be fun to cuddle with. Yeah. If they're, if they're clean. Yeah. But, I mean, clean. would they be clean? I feel like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not bathed in an Ewok. I'll put it that well, way. Well, you'd be, they'd be domesticated, like, I guess, yeah. You know. So, um, I noticed there was a stoppage time clock across the jumbo, top of the Jumbotron during reviews. also noticed the referee has to run all the way down to one side of the field to review it, which took 20-plus seconds. Wouldn't it make sense to have one on each side of the field? Yeah, but, you know, we can't do things that make sense in college football. I'll tell you what, that I said it the other night. That whole clock thing is BS. Yeah. They all they've done is just added more commercials. They're they, still they've getting taken their time away in. football to get more commercials in. Right. Nobody yeah, was this, asking for this. Literally nobody. No. no. I, and like the commercials are just it's just unbearable, man. After like every possession we have the dude walking out there with the clock and just like, God, can we just play football, please? Just put an ad at the bottom of the screen for all I care. Mm-hmm. But we gotta figure that out. Uh, where are we? Ian Ladner asked us, my week two overreaction, the lines are garbage. Oof. Was the O-line getting pushed around in the second half because of always run, never pass? And will the D-line get any push in SEC play? The first question, 
the O line was, I mean, they were facing seven and eight man man boxes because at the beginning of the game they were mauling. Yeah, Arizona. at the beginning of the game they were really having a lot of success. So not overly worried about that. That that's on Barbe to be more uh, aggressive, um, because that'll that'll load you know that'll get people out of the box. I'm interested to see like the first few drives this week, first few plays. You got to think LSU is going to load up the box and say throw it. And yeah. I, that interview I was talking about with Koki Riley, very interesting to hear him talk about LSU secondary. He says that they think it's a concern. And I'm like, this is DBU. What do you mean it's a concern? What is going on at LSU? I don't understand. I think they've had some injuries. They, they have. might have missed one a guy or two. I just did an interview as well with an LSU guy, and mm-hmm. he said the same thing. Like their their secondary is is a mess right now. Yeah. So I mean, surely state throws it around a little bit this week. They should. We'll see. But the, the the defensive line, I mean, they've been getting some push. I don't think that the – I don't know if I agree with the fact that the lines are awful. I, th- I mean, I they could be better, but – Well, he said it was an overreaction. So let's give him that. I, I The thing with the defensive line is they just don't get sacks. And I think that's in this defense, that's just kind of what it is. But at the same time, State just hasn't had a defensive lineman getting sacks since Montez Sweat left. Yeah, well, they don't have a whole lot of guys that can set the edge. Yeah. And I think that, to me, when you have issues at Sam right now and you have issues setting the edge with, you know, a, a pass rusher, to me that tells that tells me that maybe they should consider going to a four-man front. Mm-hmm. I mean, w- wouldn't that make more sense? I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong on that. Right. But if you're struggling right now to find a guy that's, that's setting the edge there – you know, maybe you need to, be, to have four men up front more often, whether it be, you know, in the 4-3 or whatever, and yeah. just, you know, be your strength is stopping the run. And, you know, surely somebody can get in the backfield too with an extra defensive lineman. You would think. I mean, that's not a bad idea. And, and Arnett and Brock talked about that a lot this offseason was this four-man front. So we'll see if that becomes a I just thing. don't know if this is a traditional, like, a, you know, great three-three-five right. personnel. Right, because you don't have that. I mean, I like Pickering, but he is not Jeff Simmons. Right, he's not. I mean, he's not even really Cam Young right now. So he he he's more disruptive than Cam. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. But Cam, we saw a little more consistency, I think, from Cam. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Rob Hadaway, how can Mississippi State use Mike Wright, where the simple act of Mike Wright being on the field doesn't put the defense on high alert for some incoming gimmicky BS? Well, sort of what they did last week, right? They they let him hand off. You know, they told him hand. I, I think they told him to hand off a few plays, but eventually, yeah, you gotta gotta let him run the football. So they got they just need to they need to let Mike Wright be out there and just run the offense. All right, just yeah, run run the offense with him. Let him hand just off. Do something times. normal. And Man. again, what you what you said last week, Robbie? They can't just you can't just take him on, take him off. Give him a few plays. Let him have a series, something like that, where it's not just like, okay, he's coming on, everybody's got their eyes on him. Leave him on the field for a few plays. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I think that I'm I was interested in this last week, but I thought they would do it, but I gotta feel like they're gonna do something with him this week. Mm-hmm. I, I you know, I, I don't like the whole thought process of maybe they were holding some things back in the Arizona game. It just doesn't make sense to me. But at this point, I'm willing to to sign on with that if it means that they're going to do some creative things this week. Yes. Because I refuse to believe that they just decided, you know, our offense is just going to be run heavy. Yeah, if 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 state's offense looks like it do, did last Saturday, A, LSU is going to win by four touchdowns. But but B, then we've just been sold a complete bill of goods on Kevin Barbeck. Yeah, none of that. None of none of the things we talked about in the offseason were true at that point. Um, Rob says until I watched Colorado Nebraska last week, I was unaware there were two pronunciations for Colorado. Should it be Colorado or Colorado? Oh, I've never heard Colorado before, so no, it's Colorado. West yes, and that was – I don't know if that's a Yankee thing or – Was Gus Johnson doing that? I don't know. Might have. Yeah. Uh, Robbie, since you just built the house, what is one piece of advice you received that was completely wrong, and what advice would you give that nobody mentioned to you? 
I don't know if it was advice, but you know, the people that told me like, this is going to put your marriage like on the line. Like I never experienced that. Like a a lot of people told me like, you know, you're going to like, y'all are going to butt heads and a lot of stuff. I mean, we never did. We were pretty much on the same page throughout. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that was kind of, that might've been one of the deals. I don't know if I had like advice that was completely wrong. I had a pretty good contractor. Um, so yeah. No, what was, what was the other part? I and then something that oh, what piece of advice would you give that nobody mentioned to you? Hmm. I don't know if anybody mentioned it to me, but I would still give this advice. You need to be at your house like every day i that's one thing that i did every single day walked over across the street to the house made sure everything was following exactly how we wanted it to be Mm -hmm. because all it takes is one screw up and the whole house is just destroyed from what you want it to be so you have to be on top of that stuff because the contractor's not always here. You have people over here doing God knows what. You have to be on top of that stuff. That's what I would say is to constantly stay on your house, be watching what's going on, and make sure that you know everything's going as planned. Huh? Uh, where are we here? Uh, Carter Bentley asks, was there anyone in the world more afraid Saturday night than the white hat with Arnett staring him down, waiting on the replay officials call? Uh, that had to be, that had to be an interesting situation because it's the game's over with that call. The referees don't get to make that kind of call very often. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not like, it's not like basketball where, you know, like buzzer beaters happen and you got to go recheck the replay and that you don't see a lot of walk off calls in football. So yeah, I mean, there, there had to be something like, "Gosh, that's going to go bad if there's going to be an explosion if uh, if I if I say first down." I kind of felt bad for Arizona, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. I mean, he was he was short, but like, I just thought if the game ended on that mm-hmm. and it was my team, I would be distraught. Yeah, but yeah, like in like a couple of inches short of a first down to yeah. end the game. Which we we kind of saw that in a way when State played Kansas State a few years ago when Garrett Schrader Schrader went flying through the uh, went in orbit. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Taylor, do y'all like Jimmy Buffett's music? Any favorites? Buffett is like the guy for me. Like, I'm not a huge fan, but at the same time, if we're gonna sit outside on the porch and grill and and drink, and you want to put on Jimmy Buffett, I'll sit there all day. Yeah, definitely like a chill, yeah, kind of guy. Like this, it's not. It's it's a very niche thing for me. Like I'm not going out of my way to listen to Jimmy Buffett. It's not mm-hmm. something I can just turn on at right. any point. But it is one of those deals. Like if you're swimming at the pool, yeah. hanging out at the beach, yeah. sitting on the back porch, eating, grilling, drinking, whatever. That is like, that's the go-to. And, and it's one of those things where it's like I don't have a favorite Jimmy Buffett song. But I, there's not a Jimmy Buffett song I don't like. Like, I remember just going to be like, hey, can we just skip this one? You know? It never, it never happened. You know, the, I, I like the music is all consistently good, but nothing stands out so much. And I'm like, that's my favorite Jimmy Buffett song. Yeah. I mean, mine's probably just, you know, Cheeseburger in Paradise or something. Nothing wrong just with that. Still, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the, um, you know, quintessential Jimmy Buffett guy. Yeah. I got you. Uh, let's see here. Where are we here? That person didn't like my takes. Oh, well. Uh, Taylor Ball, of all the realistic op- options, which 2024 recruit would you want to flip the most? I think it's Kane and Daniels. Yes. That's, that's, that's the, you can't let uh, that guy, a four-star, the best running back in the state, 15 minutes away from Starville. You can't let him get to get out of state like that. You can't. No. From West Point. Yeah. That's what I said. 15 minutes from Starville. But, but, um, Brandon Walker's got to do some. We need the NIL program 
the the BFW NIL to start start working its magic here. He missed on his cousin or whatever last year, yeah. and now this. I mean, what are we what are we paying this guy for? Yeah. Uh, Brogan Fairchild ranked these anti-heroes: Deadpool, Wolverine, Han Solo, Mad Max, Severus Snape. I really thought of Snape as an anti-hero. Kind of is. Yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, because well, he turns out to be, you know, turns out to be a good guy. Hero. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the whole time you're thinking, you know, what is what is this guy? Like, is yeah. he is he, you know, on Dumbledore's side? Is mm-hmm. He on the dark side. I mean, what do we, what do we think of this guy? He's up there. I think I'm gonna go Han Solo number one. Yes. All right. So Han Solo, Wolverine two. Yes. All right. Snake. I don't know much about Deadpool. I've never really watched that. You you would enjoy it, but don't watch it around your kids or your mother. Right. Uh, of course. I'm gonna go Snape three, Deadpool four, Mad Max five. Okay. What's one question you always wanted to ask a coach if there were no consequences or repercussions? So I think I would be like really specific into play calls. I'd be like, on this call, on this play, what what are you thinking there? What what man, what crossed your brain to make you think, yeah, that's what's going to work? I would just be like, you know, why? Like when when something is so obvious, yeah. Why do you or other coaches just continue to do said thing? Yeah. Instead of changing to what the op, I mean, we're all idiots in comparison to you guys. You guys do this for a living. You know all the like some of the stuff that Zach Arnett throws out. Like I don't know what he's talking about, mm-hmm. but there's some things like that coaches do, and I'm not talking just about Zach Arnett, but just coaches in general that they do that is obvious to the most novice like fan that there is, right? And that like they won't change it. You're just like what? Like why? Why do you do this? Yeah, That's, that I mean, would be mine. That, probably. Yeah, it, it's just you know this was working. Why did you get away from it? Right, stuff like that. So, uh do a couple more, and then we'll go to the break here. Caleb Hamill asked, "My son attended his first football game two weeks ago against Southeastern Louisiana. What a cute kid! Congratulations! Uh, yeah. Do you remember the first game your children attended? So, do you remember Natty's first Mississippi State football game?" Yes, it was. Who were they playing that weekend? Um, it was 2019. I think it was 2019. I had just had that week, I'd had um, an emergency appendectomy. Oh, gosh. Oh. That when you had the diverticulitis? No, no, no. This was a year later. Okay. No, 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 no. I had diverticulitis. I forget when that was. It was after that. This was before diverticulitis. But anyway, I I remember like I was like obviously hurting and I went and got them like a hot dog and and stuff and was like walking down the steps and I was just like every step I was like oh oh and I just remember Natty was um there and she enjoyed the band and all that stuff. It, it was like a I want to say it was like a non-conference game. It was at like 11 o'clock early game mm-hmm. that that's that was her first game she's only been to like two or three i think she's been to more tailgates than she has the games yeah i remember i remember Aislinn's first tailgate i do not remember her first game um i mean i'm trying i'm just trying to think you know 06 07 08 i don't remember what game she went to but with emily her first game was the houston game in 09 and Aislinn was at that one too so and Emily is only like three months old. She somehow slept the entire game. Loud, loud stadium. She did, she did not affect her. That's the game where Anthony Dixon had the crazy run. Yes. So that was that was her first game. So. Oh nine, really? She was three months old. That's hard to believe. Yeah, we took her to the game. So, gosh. Yeah, I mean, she was she was quiet, and I was it's crazy. I have no idea how I pulled that one off. So, uh, it's hard to believe that that was fourteen years ago. Hey, shut up. Jeez. I feel old enough as it is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Aislinn, I remember taking her to a tailgate. Uh, so she was born in March of 06. So I guess we took her, I don't know if we took her in 06 or 07. I guess it would have been 06. 
So she would have been like maybe five months old when we, we, we took her to her first tailgate, but I don't remember taking her to a game. Ugh, 06. Ugh. Yeah, it was rough. But she was too young to actually remember yeah, she, any of that. She didn't know anything about football anyway, So even now. John Carpenter asks, how good a season would Prime Barry Bonds have had if he had a trash can banger on his team? So if you're telling me that Bonds in his peak can know the pitch, yeah, he'd hit 400, I promise you that. What do we go in peak, like he, like his peak um... – like ninety steroid use. Well, I mean, yeah, because I'm thinking I'm trying to think like ninety eight to, to two thousand three, basically. Okay, that area. Yeah, it would area. be. Yeah, I mean, he's he's gonna have eighty home runs. He only had seventy three. I said he would have eighty oh, home runs. He, he would have eighty home runs. Yeah, he did four hundred. Yeah. So yeah. All right, let's move on. It. Yeah, that was thirteen year old Brian for a second there. Let's move on into the uh, the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. When you're looking to cook out this weekend or any weekend, nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. Head to your local meat markets, head to your butcher shops, and talk to those guys. They're going to get you hooked up with great products. When you're having a cookout, you want to be cooking beef. Not only am I telling you this, but so are 15,000 Mississippi beef providers, guys doing nearly a half billion dollars a year worth of agribusiness here in the state of Mississippi. You can support them by eating a steak. It's just that easy. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. This weekend, if you're in Starkville, you got to make a trip to Two Brothers. Friday night, Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening, it's going to be great. The food is fantastic, the people are nice, and there's just not a better spot in the entire city of Starkville to enjoy yourself and enjoy college football than Two Brothers Smoked Meats. And don't forget also, it's another Bulldog Initiative business. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Great products and great service is what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems, and they have for 48 years. Guys, it's a long time to do anything. You can't keep your doors open as a business that long unless you know you're getting great customer service. And it's just that simple. They treat you like you want to be treated, like a neighbor, because they're a Mississippi business just like you. If you need technology for your business, call Advantage Business Systems. 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue is the place to find the next polo or pullover you're going to wear to Davis Wade Stadium. They have a great selection of polos and pullovers from Mississippi State. They've got great styles, great name brands, and of course, they have the logos that you guys want. So if you're if you're a guy this week, you know, hey, I've got a, a great maroon polo, but I'm, my section is the white section. I said it again. It's the section where you're wearing white. I got to switch that. Over. I got to switch that over. Uh, you got to find a new, a new. I got, uh, I got it's gonna be the you're if you got a great white polo and you're in the maroon <laughs> section, we'll go with that. Head over to the rogue and buy yourself, <laughs> treat yourself to a nice new polo. Don't live the three stripe life, shop at the rogue. All right, Wade Jones asked, Do either one of you ever go to YouTube and watch people do cover songs? If so, what are some of your favorite? Not only does Robbie do that, he sings the cover songs sometimes. I do. A lot, a lot of people don't like it, but that's fine. You tell those I do people, it just for fun. Those people that, okay, We're, I'm going to have a little moment here. Anybody who's like searching out your YouTube to complain about you going on there and playing guitar and singing songs, I mean, get a life. Nobody made you Well, want. A guy said one time, he was like, I, you know, I like your YouTube channel, but your, um, your music is a little too like karaoke for me. Just go to hell, dude. <laughs> Man, I don't know what you want. Why don't you get on there? Show us what you got. Show us your chops. Oh, so. yes, I do watch covers yeah. a lot. I like to watch covers, yeah. My favorite um, are, uh, I love from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, While My Guitar Gently Weeps with Tom Petty and Prince and everything. Oh, yeah. Prince just like walks out and just randomly just destroys just the place. And yes. Tom Petty's just looking at him like, wow. The whole time. Um, 
There's another one I love uh, from uh, the MTV Music Awards where Pearl Jam and Neil Young play Rockin' in the Free World. I love that. Uh, I thought he was talking about like just random dudes. Oh, random people? Girls. No, that I don't do. I thought you were talking about like other people doing covers. Every no. now and then I'll do that. I found I've stumbled on one one time, which is it's viral. I mean, it's it's been out for years, but these two guys are at this pizzeria. Uh-huh. And oh, one in of them Africa. Yes. Yeah, it's incredible. So it's just a dude playing bass and a dude playing acoustic. Yeah. And the lead the singer yeah. just destroys it. The harmonies I mean, it, are unreal on that song. And then they stop playing and like five people are like, yeah, good job. Yeah. I have it on my Spotify. <laughs> I was just like, holy crap. I would be like, I would be standing up like crying if there, these there dudes are, just played that at, at board I'm town. telling you, you go look at the that video. I'm pretty sure it's still there because I've seen that video a few times. There's a comment. They're like, there's like 10 people in that restaurant. They don't realize they heard the greatest rendition of this song ever played. It really like I've I've heard I've heard like dozens of covers of that song. Yeah. And that one was right up there. Yeah, it's, it's and then number the number two cover of that was the night we were at Kid Rocks in Nashville with uh-huh. uh Steph and all the Indiana people and my uh my my friend was up there just destroying that song, Travis or whatever that guy's name was. Yeah. That apparently played in that a eighties um Girl hair metal band. Sure. Um it was he, Vixen, they, right? Isn't that what you told me? It was Vixen. Yeah, it was yeah. Vixen. Yeah, that was that Just was so excellent. you know when you say 80s girl hair metal band, that really narrows it down. There's Vixen is the only one I've ever heard of. Yeah, I don't I don't remember anymore. Yeah. I mean there was like uh I guess like Lita Ford was like kind of in that yeah, but not a band. Vein. Yeah, she was right. Like, yeah, right. She was just Lita Ford. Yeah. All right. Uh let's see here. Uh, Brian McDuff, in the office episode Dinner Party, Jim fakes an emergency to leave, and when it's suggested that Pam doesn't have to go, just agrees and was going to leave her there. Shouldn't he have pushed back at least a little, especially since he was her ride? So I don't, I, I don't recall, I, I don't if Pam drove them there, I guess if that's the case, yeah. Here, here's the thing. Once, once they threw out that Pam could stay, it's over. Yeah. Because you would never... Ever that I mean honestly they're not married at that point they're just dating that's almost right. breakup worthy but you would never hear the end of it it would be brought up until you the day you died yeah like what like why isn't like no 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 she's come she's with me we got to yeah. go well she's my ride yeah that's why yeah. I would have said like Pam we got to go I mean and when they say that you just say well Pam drove us here I have to I, you know we have to go yeah I mean it's a pretty simple like way to get out of it I mean it would have been easier yeah. Yeah. Uh, where are we here? Uh, Drew Hedgepeth. Excluding the one pass to Harmon in game one, is there a plan at all for these big body tight ends in the passing game? The tight ends have been a big disappointment thus far. They haven't yeah. done anything. They, they just must not trust them at all. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's that's kind of the deal. I got, they just don't, they just want them to make it simple. They, they just don't want to do anything complex for them or put them in that situation, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe it's time to start doing a little more four wide. Yeah. A wide receiver or something, you I know? know yeah. Uh, also from Drew. All right. I've been looking forward to getting your thoughts on this question since I read it yesterday. When making a PB&J, do you mix the PB&J in a bowl before the spread or do you spread the PB&J on separate slices of bread? I have literally never heard of anyone pre-mixing the peanut butter and jelly and spreading that concoction onto the bread. That's that's kind of scary behavior. That is psychopathic behavior. I have. I will say this. I, I have can't seen, wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I've seen people do that, like not put it in a bowl or whatever, but mm-hmm. put it on top of each other. Yeah, now that I've you, seen. That I've seen. And then you remember they had like the peanut butter and jelly squeeze in the jar. I, I, I don't like that. No. I don't like that. I, I I can't. This this is obviously this is a guy who's got to be married or he has a girlfriend and she does that and he's trying to find out if that's normal. If it if that's yes. it's, it's not normal. It's not. I've um, heard of that. I go jelly first mm-hmm. because it's easier to wipe the jelly off on the bread and then dip the knife in the peanut butter. 
mm-hmm. and then put the peanut butter on the uh, and I put them on two different sides. Yeah. Jelly goes on first, cover the bread with jelly, and then the other other piece of bread gets the peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And when you dip it in, when you dip the knife in the peanut butter, you have no more jelly on the knife. It's just easier that way. If you would if you did the opposite and you do peanut butter first, then you're going to have peanut butter in the jelly. It's going to, you know, it's going to be messy in there. That's just to me the best way to do it. But that's what I do. I do two separate pieces of bread. Right. They both get, you know, an equal amount of jelly and peanut butter. Yeah. Uh, where are we here? Kyle Wilson. Oh, wait. No, I don't want to answer. That's a depressing question. Uh, Missy Nations. Just got a brand new slow cooker. What is your favorite slow crock pot dish slash recipe? So my wife makes these buffalo chicken sandwiches. It's not fried Ooh. chicken. It's buffalo chicken. But she like lets the chicken like cook all day and gets like shreddable with yeah. buffalo sauce and butter and then you put it on a roll with some cheese it's so good Just yeah but that's great time. i need to i need to hit her i don't i need to say tell her to make that soon i've been done a long time uh mississippi pot roast for me that's a good call see I, I never cook it in the crock pot though i always do it on the grill oh really yeah becky did it one time in the uh uh pressure cooker and yeah, it was fine, but I, you know, I would prefer it in the crock pot. Yeah. And then there's another like, um, creamy, um, creamy ranch chicken yeah. that I've done before. That's really good. It's just grilled chicken or not grilled chicken. It's a uh, chicken breast mm-hmm. with ranch seasoning. I think maybe like some cream cheese and, couple of the things I can't remember exactly off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. That's really good, especially with some rice. And I've made that a lot over the years. Yeah. Um, so that that's, that's a really good dish. And then the, like I said, I, I love Mississippi pot roast. It's so easy to do. Yeah. I agree. Uh, let's see here. Where are we? And now we're getting into the people believing that football season is going to be canceled part of my message. That, that was excellent. I got three on the line, plus the one on your message board. I mean, y'all have been making the same joke for four years. What are we doing here? Uh, Brick Thomas, I'm still riding that we can beat LSU in South Carolina and be 4-0 heading to Alabama. Have y'all's opinions changed for the better or for the worse? So after week one, I was like, they could beat South Carolina. They could maybe get LSU. Then after week two, I'm like, I just don't know. I don't know what this team is, man. I got to see this weekend to before I'll tell you what I think. This weekend is a is a big measuring stick game. I think. Yeah, I agree. I think we'll know a lot about this team and this program moving forward based on this weekend. Yeah. Uh Brick Thomas also tremendous question here, right up my alley. Rank these cheese foods. Mozzarella sticks, queso, grilled cheese, cheesecake, mac and cheese. What are Ooh. All right. This is mine, tough. Mine are going to be different than yours. I can I can tell. All right. I love queso, man. If there's like one thing that fat Brian could just sit there and eat all day, it's queso. Chips and queso. You yeah. just keep the chips coming and I will never fill up. So queso one, mac and cheese. It's got to be really it's got to be really liquidy. Yeah, like yeah. I, I, I like the cheese like it is, but I don't. I, when it starts getting cold, no, yeah, yeah it's got to be and hot. The chip time, breaks yeah. off in it. Yeah, no, no good, no good. All right, number two is cheesecake. Cheesecake is my favorite dessert. Mac and cheese is three, which is crazy. I love mac and cheese, but it's third on this. Uh, grilled cheese is fourth. I'm not a huge mozzarella stick guy. When I go to like mug shots, I get pepper jack. I get fried pepper jacks cubes. Uh, is a better fried cheese than uh the pepper jacks at uh the grill are really good yes yes same thing yeah so that's my that's how i rank them what about you yeah mozzarella is probably last for me too just i mean i like going to sonic sometimes if i just want a snack and just getting the mozzarella sticks but i'm not going to go you know crazy over those Mm -hmm. um i'm gonna go queso cheesecake Grilled cheese, mac and cheese, mozzarella sticks. All right. Mac and cheese is – I love mac and cheese, all forms of mac and cheese, but it's hit or miss on – it's hit or miss on how it's made. Mm-hmm. Um, because some people 
make really good mac and cheese. Some of it's not as good. So that's why that's why it falls where it does for me. Cheesecake is definitely up the list. Becky made some um what's what's cookies and yeah. Well she makes everything. She's she is a cheesecake connoisseur. But she made a um it was kind of like a Oreo cheesecake. It wasn't like it wasn't straight up cookies and cream because it was more chocolatey, but it was incredible. It had the you know the crust, the like Oreo crust at the bottom. Yeah, yeah I get it. It had like a shell, like a chocolate shell over it. It was fantastic. We'll make the Brandon Walker face. <laughs> so you know. Next time we have a cookout or something, and, and y'all, everybody, when you have a cookout, like, can I bring anything? I'm, I'm gonna tell you, yeah, y'all can bring something. The cheesecake. Bring me a cheesecake. That's her cheesecake's I'm fantastic. She's she's cheesecake. She's great at it. She just made some zucchini bread last night. Uh huh. I've never really had that before, but it's, good. it's delicious. Yeah, it's good. Uh, where are we here? Jay in Baltimore. The following have all made a case. To be declared the goat of their sport, rank them based on who has the best to worst argument: Tiger, Jordan, Brady, Djokovic, Gretzky. Okay, Djokovic not the goat of tennis. Not no. Federer still the goat. Tiger, Tiger is to me is, is all right. I'll, I'll do mine again, and then you can do yours. Okay. Tiger, Jordan, Brady, Gretzky, Federer. Okay. I don't keep up with hockey much. Gretzky is, is so, clearly the goat. I mean, it's, it, he's got records that'll never be broke. So shouldn't he be ahead? I mean, there's 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 more controversy over Jordan, LeBron, and Kobe mm-hmm. than in any of these other sports. I don't disagree with what you're saying. I see where you're going, but for me, Jordan is the goat of basketball. He just is. Yeah, for and me so, too. So I, I mean, I. I understand there's you know there's there's more debate, but for, it doesn't matter. The, the 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 people debating are wrong in my opinion, so I don't worry about. It. I'm okay with those rankings. Okay, very good. Uh, also, would love to hear our thoughts on who is the soccer and the baseball goat. Baseball's a tough one, man, because like there's such a difference between pitching and hitting. Like it, it's just you know you're not doing you know you, it's just I don't know who the baseball goat would be. Like my my first thought is Hank Aaron. You know, all-time leading home run guy, you know, for so long. Also had 3,000 hits. Also, you know, above 300 his whole career. I mean, I, Hank Aaron, Willie Mays, probably be my top two. Yeah. So, soccer, I would say Messi. I know you don't know. Uh, Messi is probably... Definitely. Yeah, Messi is probably the answer for me on soccer. It used to be, like, Pele... Like back in the day. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then Maradona, and then, yeah. So, uh, Brad Baxter, is it too early to kick, cook chili mid-September? What do you think? I say no. No, I mean, I honestly, if if the chili's good, I'll eat chili whenever. Yeah. You know, like, I, I'm not, you know, this is not something I'm just like, Becky, can we make some chili? But if it's available and it's really good, I'll eat, I'll eat it whenever. So, I would say no, and when it gets when it starts getting just a little chill outside, mm-hmm. that's when chili is is really at the top of its game to me. Yeah, when you're balancing it out a little bit, that's that's when I love it. Yeah, October is when chili is the best, yeah. in my opinion. Chili and chili and gumbo. It's, it's this is getting to be their time. So. Yeah, uh, but that said, if you want chili in July. Eat chili. Yeah, if you're hungry for it, make it. I don't. I'm not. Gonna why do we put parameters on stuff? I know. Like why, why? Why? Why are we told we can't do things mm-hmm. until like if I want to listen to Christmas music? Why can't I listen to Christmas music? Yeah, that's such a that, that is such a like now sensitive I, subject. I will say I'm not a big fan of the like the stores putting out the Christmas stuff before Halloween. No, like the stores. That. No, I don't, I don't, I don't like, that. like that. So I, I think Halloween and especially you know me. Thanksgiving deserves its day. I love Thanksgiving. Yes. That is my holiday. So. I'm excited about Thanksgiving again this year. I'm already thinking about lunch. This is why we're friends. I, I have literally been like for the last couple of weeks, like, what sides should like should we cook this year? 
Yeah. I always do the same things. I need to change it up a little bit. I'm not going to do Brussels sprouts this year. I'm going to do green beans. I love green beans. Green beans. Green beans are great. They're very good for your vessel. They are. Yeah. Uh, where are we here? Parker Thomas, have y'all tried Bluto's yet? And if so, what are y'all thoughts on it? One of the best places to eat in Starkville? I like Bluto's. I'm a big fan. Big Bluto's fan. I, I'm, I'm about a once a week Bluto's guy right now. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think it's a very um, underrated restaurant in Starkville. Mm-hmm. I hope it continues to do well because that spot, since City Bagel has left, that's been a tough spot. Um, but I'm pulling for it. I hope it's I hope it's successful. I love it there. Their yeah. pita chips are incredible. Oh, so good. So good. Yeah. Uh Sheldon Nations asks us, what's something you find incredibly creepy? Mine is that drowning deaths are silent. Well, I didn't need to know that. Thank you. That is really creepy. God, think about that. Ugh. Um something I find like other than rats, you mean? Rats are incredibly creepy to me. Don't like them at all. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, when they talk about like crime statistics and it's like, there's a murder, however many seconds. And if you like really think about that, you're like, yeah, you know, that's, 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 I'm not a big fan. One thing that I've found creepy since I've moved out into the country and I live, you know, literally like uh, surrounded by woods is all the animals and stuff that are just staring at me and I have no clue. Yes. Like, yes. Like the time I watched a bobcat just walk through my backyard, like 10 feet from the house and just look at me. Like there's bobcats in the trees, just staring at me. Probably some coyotes. Oh yeah. We got coyotes everywhere out here. Most of these animals are scared of people, but at the same time, that's, you know, it's creepy. If they ever decide, you know what? I think I just want to attack this person. Yeah. What am I going to do? Yeah. All right, Justin Gray. If State goes into the Alabama game 4-0, will they crumble under the pressure or actually have a chance? Bama looks not invincible this year. Maybe the last time we play them in the regular season, maybe ever. Well, first off, that's way off. Mississippi State and Alabama will play sometime in the next five years. That's the whole point of this this new schedule is that you play everybody in the conference in a, in a five-year period. So that if you if you recruit a player... And they redshirt, they still play everybody in the conference in their career. So don't don't think that Alabama's never coming back. They'll be back probably twenty-six if I had to guess. Yeah. The first part of the question though, Justin. If states four and oh, you have a huge crowd, you've beaten LSU, you've gone on the road and beaten South Carolina. I think they can stand up to Alabama. Can they beat them? I don't know the answer to that though. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, at some point, it's going to happen. You know, you're right about that. So we'll see. Eventually. Eventually. Uh, Barrett Brutton says, Why can't you run your regular offense and take the play clock to one each time to give your defense a breather? Why all the running plays? I, mean, I agree with that. If you're not going to run tempo, run clock. Yeah. You know, if, if you're, if you're, if you're literally like, we're going to snap it with like 12 seconds left, take it down to one at that point, especially if you got the lead. The crazy thing is, I mean, state wouldn't, wasn't having sustained drives running the football anyway. Right. So they could have passed it and had the same type of drive that they had running. Yeah. Uh, also from Barrett, with Will saw big pass, passing play opportunities throughout the game, why didn't he check to them? And does, I don't know. Maybe that's what the, the coach told him. Like, don't check out of this. Stay with, stay with the run. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Charles Potts, how does State's job compare to the rest of the SEC when divisions go away next year? Well, I mean, whatever you rank State now, Robbie, knock them down two. See, Mississippi State is not a better job than Texas or Oklahoma. So, just, just, no. So if you think State is the seventh best job in the SEC, they are now the ninth best job in the SEC. Go there you go. Uh, let's see here. Somebody thinks we're depressing. And then you go look at his uh, Twitter feed, and it's all political. Like, you think we're depressing? I don't want to look at your stupid Twitter feed that it's all, you know, political stance and all. Nobody wants to see that. So if you if you think that that was depressing, 
be upset about the coaching staff for putting the product on the field that they did last week. We'll get mad at us, Ed. Yeah. Uh, Will Chandler, since it's impossible to gain a yard on an incomplete pass, why does our PA announcer continue to say no gain on the play after an incomplete pass? That's a good question. It's a reasonable question. You can just say the pass is incomplete. I've never noticed it. I, I, I but I have seen either. people say that last it's couple of It's become weeks. a thing recently. Yeah, I don't know why. But, yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with it. Uh, Mississippi State, uh, no, never mind. Sorry, Will. Some people pay the bills around here. We can't take shots. Uh, Joseph Dudgeon, Dudgeon, sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. What's the inside scoop on the new basketball recruit? Any other recruits we feel strongly about? Jans and Purcell are killing it. Yeah, Mississippi State. We didn't talk about that yesterday when we were when we were doing recruiting. Uh, we didn't talk that Mississippi State has picked up its first 2024 commitment in Delquan Warren, a four-star composite guard. This is a really weird recruiting profile, Robbie. 24-7, not really high on this guy. They have him as a three-star as an 88. But as composite, he's a 96, almost a 97. If if that matched, if 24-7 matched the rest of the, the, sc- the scouting services, he would be like one of the top 25 players in the country, probably. It's weird. Yeah. But apparently, I don't know how there's that big of a discrepancy, but there is on several guys. Yeah. In basketball recruiting. Like, well, we haven't figured that out yet. Yeah. Another thing is, we were told that there's people in this network, by people in this network, that they don't rank junior college players. Yeah. To me, that is, that it just doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Like, just because you went to junior college, you don't deserve to get a ranking? What if the greatest player of all time went to junior college and they decided, nah, we're not going to rank him, Yeah. and then he makes the entire network look foolish? Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Cameron Worm, how full will the stadium be this weekend? I think it'll be a good crowd. I think it'll be 55,000-plus. Should be. I mean, I really wish this game was at like six. I do too, but I mean, it just is what it is. They they told you three months ago was at eleven. Oh, yeah. And then nothing. you look at the schedule and it's like, what what were you thinking? Yeah, I think they just didn't want to do Starkville night games back to back weekends, but they could have switched Arizona last week. I don't know. I don't know. But they make the Arizona game at three. Yeah, well, it is what it is. Also, will State cover the spread this weekend? LSU minus nine and a half. What do you? We can give our prediction today. That's what Friday's show is for. Not going to tell you that one today. You have to wait. Tried to sneak that one in. He did. He did. Uh, Mangum Cafe, what was your favorite offensive play from the Arizona game? Probably the long pass to Tulu for the touchdown. Yeah. Or, or the, the screen. Yeah. No, to, the screen uh, Jeff Pittman. Yeah. I mean, that, that's obviously. I thought that was a great play call. Barbe yeah. said he'd, he'd been waiting to call that and he probably should have called it earlier. But that, I mean, that that's probably a good time to call it. It's like, I like the long pass because if you walk, go back and watch it, it has two guys absolutely wide open. Robert's yeah. wide open too. Rogers could have picked who he wanted to throw it. Right. They, uh, and I, they could have done that more. That's they, what just no didn't make sense. No doubt. Uh, is it too much to ask to get Tulu, Xavion, and Creed a combined 10 touches per game? Evidently. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know how to address that, but that's basically what you're doing. That When people wanted to see more Creed, they were upset about that. Well, I mean, Tulu's getting most of those snaps. Mm-hmm. So you're taking away snaps from Tulu. I mean, that's kind of the conundrum you're in right now, but – that you do need to balance it out a little more. Yeah. You got three playmakers there that can all be fresh and you're not missing a, a whole lot of production when they go out. Yeah. So there's a better way to kind of filter them in and out, I think. Yeah. Uh, would you rather live, this is also from Mangum Cafe, would you rather live in a 60-degree or 75-degree year-round climate? It's always 60 I, mean, I don't have a problem with that. I like 60 degrees. And mine would be 75, I think. Yeah. yeah. Like Florida. Or... Yeah. I want to split the difference, to be honest with you. I'm going to be like a 67 degree climate all year. Uh, Ryan Kennedy, I get so mad with toilet paper being on the holster 
with the TP coming off the backside of the roll against the wall? What are y'all's top three things that make you irate but shouldn't? Um, I'll tell you my one of mine, and my my daughter Emily does this a lot. Is I don't if you crack a can of Coke open, just just drink it. Finish it. Put, don't put a half drank can of Coke back in the fridge for two reasons. One, it's going to get knocked over. Yes. Mess. But two, it goes it goes flat within like an hour. And then you throw it away. And you throw it away anyway. So just drink it or just throw it in the sink when you're done drinking the amount you want. I don't care, but don't put it in the fridge. Drives me insane. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't like that either. All right. I, I don't know how often that happens at my house. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really, you know, nothing off the top of my head. All right. I think, you know, you're you're a very uh, peaceful person. So no, I'm not. Uh, everything oh. makes me mad. Yeah. I don't know the answer to this question about the paint, so I'm I'm going to skip that. And that means that we're. Uh... Well, hold on. How do we get paint off the field? I, yeah. I mean, I don't think they really. I think it just. They just touch it up throughout the year. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then I'm looking at this question and I don't understand it. I don't understand it, so I'm not going to ask it. So, all right, that's it. We've had enough today. It's time to move on. All right, guys, tomorrow's show, a lot more LSU preview. We'll have some interviews, like I said, throughout the week uh, leading into Friday's show, the This Is Our Show, Augusta Nelly, Hey Dad, Family Reunion, and Peter Burns from the SEC Network joining us. So, Looking forward to all that. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.